everybody. Welcome back. I know that it's been a while, but uh, my name's Ryan, and this is AIIW News. I'm bringing you the news from a Christian perspective, and uh, yeah, so today we've got a great episode for you. And again, the we that I am referring to is the mouse in my pocket. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Of course, I don't have a mouse in my pocket. Uh, today, uh, we have some good news stories to go over. Uh, pretty crazy ones, not ones that I'm fond of. But uh, this is going to be interesting in the run-up to the presidential election. I'm sure that you have been following that uh, just as much as I have. Uh, we have seen some pretty crazy stuff going on with Trump being indicted multiple times. Uh, we've now gotten through the second of the indictments that I have predicted, and there will likely be a third. I think it is very likely that Trump gets convicted on one or more of these charges, and ultimately he gets that overturned by the state Supreme Court or by the Supreme Court or both. So we shall see what happens there. That's just my prediction. That's where I am at right now. So thank you all for joining me. Uh, today we are going to get started nice and... Uh, we're going to get started and uh, yeah, we're going to see here that Hunter Biden has apparently reached a deal to plead guilty in tax and gun case. So uh, perennial criminal Hunter Biden, he's got a longer rap sheet than most rappers. Uh, he has apparently pled guilty in a tax and gun case. So we shall see what happens with him there. President Biden's son, Hunter. Oh, you know what? I should probably say, I should probably say this is ultimately from the Washington Post, but I'm looking at it through msn.com. Was written by Devlin Barrett and Perry Stein, and what they had to say was President Biden's son Hunter has reached a tentative agreement with federal prosecutors to plead guilty to two minor tax crimes and admit to the facts of a gun charge under terms that would likely keep him out of jail, according to court papers filed Tuesday. Any proposed plea deal would have to be approved by a federal judge. Both the prosecutors and the defense counsel have requested a court hearing at which Hunter Biden, age 53, can enter his plea. So I just want to start off by saying that if it were you or me that were being put before this district attorney and through this whole entire process, they would be throwing the book at you. But the fact is that because it is Hunter Biden, because it is the president's son, they are treating him with kid gloves, and they always have. Because he has not just started his criminal career as uh, his father became president. No, he was a criminal all the way back through his Senate and vice presidential days, from my understanding. So, I... Hope that this leads to more convictions, but I am assuming that this is not going to lead to anything as it looks like it is structured in such a way that he won't face jail time. Uh, but again, this man has such a large rap sheet, uh, you just can't even believe it. It's unbelievable. It, it's astounding and insane. So we can hope for true justice to be done uh, when God uh, reigns on earth through his son Jesus Christ and uh, yeah that's what's going to happen in the end times ultimately but before then we're going to go through a lot of different craziness so I have a 
Bible verse to go along with this story, and it says, He who walks with integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his ways will become known. And that is Proverbs 10.9. All right, we're going to move right on along to another very scary uh, news story. So we have... uh, Actually, I'm sorry, this one is not scary. This one is good. This is what should be done. It's a story apparently from Zero Hedge by a man writing as Tyler Durden, though I would assume that that is a pseudonym, as that is also the name of a character from the series. What is it called? Why am I blanking on it? Fight Club. Uh, So take that with a grain of salt written by someone using that name, though it could be somebody's real name. I don't know. Okay, authored by Alice Giordano. On the uh, via the Epic Times, uh, so this is from May eighth. It's a little old, but we're gonna read it anyway. In what is seen as a major victory for tra- transplant patients who did not take the COVID vaccine, one of the largest transplant centers in the United States reversed its policy to require the jab in order to be eligible for an organ transplant. The University of Michigan announced its new policy on May 4th, just before court proceedings were about to get underway in a lawsuit filed against it for declaring patients ineligible for an organ transplant unless they agreed to the jab. This is wonderfully amazing news. It is uh, uh, very, very good for the United States, for citizens, for everyone's rights, but especially those of people who decided not to take the vaccine like myself. Uh, If you did, no judgment here. You made the best decision that you could, or you were coerced into it illegally. One of those two things is likely what happened, and I don't blame you for either one. Fortunately, I was able to get away without having to take it. But, uh, yeah. So, I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, And we have a Bible verse to read for this story as well, and it says... Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. Romans 13, 1 through 2. A lot of people might tell you that this is advising or commanding you to follow the governing authorities here in the United States. And you might think that is the bureaucratic state, and that is not the case. They are usurpers. They are tyrants, and they have uh, they are a parasite that has latched itself onto the United States government, and it's choking it to death. So really, in the United States, the governing authorities are you and me as citizens of the United States. So anyone here who is a legal United States citizen, uh, you are the governing authority of this country. You are Caesar, and that verse is saying that anyone who is usurping your authority in this country is going against what God instituted here. Now, this is not the case everywhere. There are places where kings are instituted, and they have the governing authority of their country, Uh, but that is not the case here. Our founding documents, what every single one of those bureaucrats swears to uphold and defend is the Constitution of the United States, and they are not doing it because their very existence breaches the authority set forth in that document. So, I appreciate you all listening to my little rant there. Uh, That's my opinion, and I hope that more people come to agree with me. 
So, finally, we are going to move on to a scary bill to end the day. Uh, we have a bill that is set to allow minors uh, to get vaccines without their parent consent, which is incredibly scary and not something that I think any of us would want. Uh, I think that that is a, an absolute travesty against parents' rights. And again, like I said, the real authorities in this country are you and me as set up in the Constitution. We, the people, are the ones who consent to be governed. And uh, it's, that's where we're at. So this is an article from KPBS by Don Thompson. And it says, Bill Allowing Minors Vaccines Without Parental Okay Advances. And it further says, A California measure that would allow children age 12 and up to be vaccinated without their parents' consent, including against the coronavirus, cleared its first legislative hurdle Thursday. If the proposal becomes law, California would allow the youngest age group of any state to be vaccinated without parental permission. Minors aged 12 to 17 in California currently cannot be vaccinated without permission from their parents or guardians unless the vaccine is specifically to prevent a sexually transmitted disease. California state law already allows people 12 and older to consent to hepatitis B and human papillomavirus vaccines, HPV. So, I think that this is an absolute travesty it's very scary to live in this state i pray for all of you parents out there who have to deal with this absolute insanity and travesty it is a it should be a crime to do anything to anyone under the age of 18 that the parent does not consent to i mean obviously anything permanent you know you know playing basketball with somebody under 18 shouldn't be illegal but jabbing them with an experimental drug or any drug whatsoever should be absolutely illegal unless you get that parents okay and so that's pretty clear i think the bible verse that i have for us for this one comes out of ephesians 6 1 to 3 and it says children obey your parents in the lord for this is right honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth so while i'm not saying that children should fight back against the schools or whoever is trying to jab them against their will. I am saying that uh, this is proof that God established parents as the true authorities over their children, children's health and safety, and we should take that incredibly seriously. All right, so I kind of sped through those stories today, just kind of getting back in the saddle here going for a little jaunt. Uh, I appreciate anybody who tuned into this broadcast. We're going to finish up. I'm not going to be doing the full two-chapter Bible reading, as I think that might have been a little bit too long for the format of this show, but I am going to be reading some Proverbs. So I will be reading the first five verses of Proverbs 1. So Proverbs is a book that was written Mostly, or all, in, I think it was mostly by King David. So a lot of them are uh, Proverbs of, oh, King David. Or uh, this one's of Solomon, actually, is the one that opens it up. So maybe it was Solomon. Could be. Psalms are mostly written by King David. I believe the Proverbs are all written by King Solomon. There we go. It is good to do your reading, everybody. So 
We're going to read the first five verses. This is Proverbs chapter 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So, I pray that you all at least start out with the beginning of knowledge, with the fear of the Lord, and that you move on towards more and more wisdom as God grants it to you. So, I pray that you're all uh, followers of Jesus Christ as I am. I love Jesus. He has given his life so that I can be saved from the consequences of my sins. We've all sinned. We've all done things that God wouldn't want us to do. And because of his loving kindness and his mercy, he sent his son to live a perfect life for us as both God and man to die and to be resurrected so that we can be saved from our sins. Okay, so believe in that. Believe in the resurrection, trust in him, and you can be saved. Profess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that he rose from the dead. That's what the Bible commands us to do in order to be saved. So I pray that you all do that, and that you all have a wonderful week. Uh, I should be back on Thursday, Lord willing. Goodbye. <laughs>